Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother J.W. Brand here at God's Whole Word. Amen. And it is so good to be with y'all here on this Tuesday. And uh, we're going to uh, try to uh, get on through the rest of what we've been studying about. Uh, we've been talking about on this podcast uh, uh, about the love of God. About the love of God. We've been in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And for those of y'all that don't know, maybe you're new to the podcast, maybe you're new to serving the Lord, maybe you're new to studying the Word of God, and you have come to uh, want to hear more. And so it is that uh, 1 Corinthians and the 13th chapter has been known as the love chapter. And it has been said that it is probably the greatest thing ever written about love. If you really get busy and want to know what love is all about, you will want to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And so we've been looking at that. We've been studying it, and we have gotten ourselves down to verse 7. We started with verse 1, and uh, we've been going through it a few podcasts uh, along the way. I don't know exactly how many, but we, we've been going through that. And when we got to verse 7, we... Uh, look at verse 7 and and what we call in this portion because we're going to take a little bit of time to get through verse 7 uh, last Friday we did uh, what was called Barathal things it was the first thing that was spoken about uh, in the all things of love I'm calling this verse 7 the all things of love because it says love uh, the, the essence is that love is there. It's talking about love. Love beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. And so it's the all things of love. So we talked about bearing all things last week. And now, uh, today, on this Tuesday, and I hope you're having a great day, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about believing all things. Now, some people look at that and they think, well, how in the world can I believe all things? Well, let's go to God in prayer and let's look at this and see what is going on. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity and the privilege that you have given us every time that we open the word. Uh, you, you've given us a privilege to learn more, to know more, to understand more uh, about you and about how to serve you and how to walk with you and how to live and and how to love. Hallelujah. Thank you. And we come to your word humbly, Lord, and we ask you, God, that your spirit, that Holy Ghost power, uh, would lead us and guide us, hallelujah, along the way and teach us. Lord, open up our ears. We've got some spiritual ears and we've got some spiritual eyes, Lord, that you've, hallelujah, that you've given us, Lord. And so we ask you, Jesus, would you come in and just open those ears up by the Spirit of the Lord, hallelujah, that resides in those that have been baptized with your Holy Ghost power. And so we ask it all in the blessed, holy, righteous name of Jesus. And I said amen, and you can say amen too if you want to. All right, so we're going to look at the all things of love, and we're looking at the word believeth. So it says love believes all things. Well, how in the world can you believe all things? Now, some people look at that, and that's exactly what they would think. Oh, you mean I got to believe everything somebody says to me? I got to believe every lie my teenage children telling me because they ain't got themselves right with God yet. Uh, I got to believe everything that uh, my 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 spouse is saying, my husband, my wife, or whoever, and. Uh, you, you know, they've gone all the hours of the night and come back with some stupid excuse uh, and all of that. And I say those things because, you know, they happen and people uh, do things and they uh, go on and trying to cover up the tracks and all We're not talking about believing everything everybody say. That's not what the Word of God is talking about. You know, some people, you know, they look at that because they're not studying. They don't know. They're not baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. And so they just look at things and, and they just take it. At, uh, you know, you do want to take the Word of God at face value, but you also have to do what's called studying to show yourself approved unto God. And you got to lean on the Lord to ask you, Lord, teach me. Now, Jesus told the devil when the devil told him, 
to turn the stones into bread, and Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and tempted him in the wilderness. He turned around that devil, and he told that devil, he said, well, man don't live by just bread alone, but by every word, every word. Y'all understand? Every word, hallelujah, that comes out of the mouth of God. Not just a few words here and there, not just the New Testament. No, the New Testament didn't even exist at the time that Jesus said that. Amen and hallelujah. And so we got to look at the whole word of God, the Old Testament, the New Testament. But what does it mean to believe all things? I mean, you just flat out just believe whatever anybody says to you. Hey, come over here. I, I, I sell you, you know, this lovely old house over here. And you just, you don't even need to look at it. You just write that check and everything will be fine. Well, you know, that's not what God's talking about. He's not talking about being an ignorant fool. He's not talking about uh, just believing whatever everybody say. No, that's not what that's talking about at all. When it says to believe, uh, believe all things, it's talking about believing all things as we are getting ready to look at it. So let's look at this. There's two things that we've really got to pay attention to about what it's talking about when it said believe all things. And so what are we going to do? Let's look at number one. Number one, the first thing we need to understand is it means to have faith in. Now, come on, you got to open up them spiritual ears now. To have faith in and full and complete, not half-hearted. Full and complete respect to all things. That God has said and taught us in his word. Amen and hallelujah. I'm going to say it again. So to believe all things, believe in all things, it's not talking about just anything anybody say. No, it's talking about believing all things to have faith in and, and full and complete respect. In other words, you've got the fear of God in you. You've got an awe about you, about God. You've got the respect of the Lord down deep in your soul. You've got the fear of God in you. And you believe all things that God says and teaches in his word. Now, that lends to certain things. Because some people say, well, you know, some people twist the scripture. Did you know people twist the scripture? They sure enough do. They twist the scripture. Can you imagine that? Well, don't you know the devil started that up in the garden? Oh, yes, he did. Mama Eve and Daddy Adam was up in the garden. And Mama Eve got too close to that tree. She ought to have been over there where Adam was. And Adam should have been watching out for his wife. But he wasn't watching out for her. And she wasn't staying close to where she ought to by her husband that was walking with the Lord. And so you got her scrounging herself over by the tree and, 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 and Adam over there lounging around and not paying attention to what's going on. Uh-huh. That's right. Don't sit there and just blame Mama Eve. Adam wasn't doing his part. Hallelujah, don't you know? And so, uh, you know, and then here comes that old slithering devil. Oh, look at this fruit on this tree. Yum, 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 yum. It's going to give you knowledge. It's going to teach you. And she goes to talking about God, and the devil says, oh, that's not so. The devil wants you to think that God's word isn't so, and then he'll twist it. He won't just tell you that, you, oh, you don't have to believe all that. No, no, that ain't all he's going to do. He's going to twist it up. You see, because what happens is when you've got half a truth, you've got a twisted truth, that's the worst kind of thing. Because... Uh, and the devil knows that too. Because see, when you got twisted truth, there's a little bit of truth mixed in there. And so people can say, well, see, this got truth right here. And then you twist it up. Well, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. And twisted truth is going to send you to hell just like a lie is going to send you to hell. So you got to find out what the truth is. And so we've got to learn to have a respectful fear of the Almighty God. Now, some people are going to say, well, you know, in the law it said this, and in the law it said that. And, you know, how could it be the word of God when the law said this and the law said that? And da 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 And people just want to twist it up just like the devil did. Don't you know some people, Jesus said, your father's the devil. Hmm. 
I didn't say, I'm just telling you what Jesus said. Don't get mad at me. Don't try to slap me over the internet over here on my podcast. Don't smack me down. I'm just telling you what Jesus said. He's the one that said it. And I believe what he said. Some folks, you know, their daddy's the devil. And so they're going to do whatever the devil wants done with the word of God. And so you got to understand this. A lot of things that God allowed to be said. A lot of things that had to be said. And because you don't understand everything that was being said. And why it was being said. And how it was being said. And, and all the things that went along with it. People will look at things. Like I said, you got to take the word at face value. That's true. But they just take it and they look at it and say, okay, well, then that's the end of that. But you know what? When you point to something else and you say, well, the Bible says this too, so that's the end of that. They don't want to hear that. You know? They don't want to hear that at all. You know, such as Deuteronomy 22.5. It says that the man ought not be putting on the clothes of a woman. The woman shouldn't be putting on the clothes of a man. But you tell somebody that, they get mad. They don't like to hear that. Oh, that's that old stuff. That's that old law stuff, you see. But in fact, God said he hates it. And the Bible says God don't change. If he hated it then, he hates it now. You know, if, the, if he didn't like it then, he don't like it now. If he, he found it disgusting, which that's what that word abomination means, he finds it an abomination, it means that he is disgusted at it and he hates it and he don't like it. It's just something that God uh, has said he does not want done. But you got people that when you point that out, and, and you say, well, all right, well, you know, that was in that culture, and this culture's different. No, this culture's no different. It transcends. It transcends. God's Word transcends. So you, you've got to understand that, and you've got to uh, get your mind made up. You're going to respect God, and you're going to respect His Word. And so, to believe all things means to have the faith in and to have full, complete respect of all things that God says. Now, God, uh, of course, uh, you know, certain things do change. You know, culture changes and all that. You know, so obviously there's going to be a difference in how we uh, may function or do things now than, than what they did then. You know, because we've got things that they didn't have then. They didn't have cars and trucks and planes, airplanes and, and, and all of that. They didn't have that going on. And so there's different things that you uh, obviously are going to be doing in this culture. And, and all those things have to have their own regulation. You say, no, they don't. Oh, yes, they do. Don't you know there's air traffic laws? Absolutely. You, you get somebody coming over here from another country and they get in the wrong airspace, watch what happens. Don't tell me there ain't no law. Yes, there is. And they had to be created because there was something new that came into the culture. Same thing with cars. There were no cars before. There was horse and buggy for, for hundreds, 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 hundreds of years. And then the cars come along. Well, now you've got to make rules and laws to regulate that. Does everybody follow? No, that's the reason why we've got accidents and people get killed because people are not following them and obeying them. But that does not change that God says certain things and it certainly don't change Deuteronomy 22.5 either. You say, well, why do you keep mentioning that? Well, I mention it because of what people are trying to say, well, the culture's just changed and so now men can dress up like women and women can dress up like men and now you can even change your bodies and on and on and on. And so, uh, you know, we've got to understand that some things, uh, there may be some adjustments along the way with some things. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, you had the horse and buggy days. Well, there was still some guidelines about certain things. You know, you, you couldn't just, you know, be running your horses and buggy and run somebody else off the trail and, and run them off, the, you know, some mountain somewhere, wherever you were, just because you needed more space on the road, you know. And so, you know, but you get up, to the century we're in now, and you got cars, and uh, you know, you got to put limits of speed on it. And you got to say, okay, well, we're going to have, we got so many cars on the road now, we've got to have stop signs and stop lights, and everybody's got to take their turn, and all those type of things. Well, God has guidelines and rules and different things for reasons. 
You say, well, what's it got to do with what we're talking about? Well, because uh, what the scripture we're looking at in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 7 says, believeth all things. Believeth all things. Well, we're going to believe what God says. And people uh, have made up their mind. I'm going to believe this what God said, but I'm not going to believe that what God said. I'll believe this portion, but I won't believe that portion, and so on and so forth. But that's not what it says. It says to believe all things. And it's talking about the Word of God, folks. It's talking about the words that come out of the, hallelujah, that come out of the mouth of God himself. And so it is that we've got to learn to respect those things. And, and, and you know, and so when we look at those things, now obviously there was also uh, 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 other things that came along that God himself allowed to change. Now God don't change, but he allowed there to be a new and living way that came about. This Christian way is a new and living way. It's not like it was in the Old Testament when there had to be the death of an animal. Because Jesus was that final sacrifice. And when you take him by faith and you trust him, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. Don't you know the devil believes in Jesus too? Yes, he does. Book of James says so in chapter 2. And I believe it's verse 19. And it, and, it, and it says, you know, the devil believe. He said, if you believe in one God, you do good. Because the devils believe that too. They believe in one God. And they believe in Jesus Christ. They know he's the Messiah. They know he's the Lord. Yes, they do. And what it says is they tremble. Now, we look and we see. The Bible tells us in Proverbs. I think it's chapter 9 and verse 10. I believe it is. And it says, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's when you start getting smart. When you make up your mind that you're going to fear the Lord and what he has said. You're going, to, you're going to have a respect to what God has said. And so if you've got to fear the Lord, you're going to say, okay, God, what do you say about this? And what do you say about that? And what do you say about this, that, and the other? Whether it be relationships, whatever God says, you're going to believe everything he said. But you know folks don't want to do that. Even people that say they church folks. Uh-huh. They say they church folks. They say they believe in Jesus. But guess what? You're doing just like the devil. Some, some, some folks, they're doing just like the devil. Oh, they believe in him, but they sure not going to obey him. You think the devil's going to believe the word of God? No, uh-uh. You think he believes that Jesus is the Almighty? Oh, yeah. That's the reason why when, when the Lord was uh, going off in the wilderness and he hadn't ate for 40 days and 40 nights, and the devil tempted him because he knew that flesh was hungry. He said, well, you know, go on ahead and turn those stones into bread. Because he knew that Jesus could do it. Because he knew he was the son of God. And he wanted to get over on him. He said, well, I'm conquer him. I'll, I'll be God myself. But the Lord turned it around. And he said, no. He said, you can't just eat by bread alone. And the Lord proved that because he hadn't ate for 40 days. He said, you can't believe, you know, you can't just eat by bread alone. You got, but he did say, you have to live by every word, though. That proceeds out of the mouth of God. And Jesus said, it is written. That's what he said. It's written. And Jesus said that every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, he gave this uh, clear understanding that God made sure it was written. Now, how God chose to write it using men, I'm glad that he did because that means us human beings, even though we're, we're these lowly old things that we don't do nothing but have made mistakes and all that kind of thing, and yet God is willing to come and forgive us and use us? Come on now. That's a loving God. That is such a, a mighty and wonderful, hallelujah, loving God. Yes, he is. And now he said, but in turn, what I want you to do he said, I want you to believe all things. When I say all things I say, I want you to believe that. I want you to respect that. I want you to understand that. Amen. And we've got to allow the Holy Ghost. Don't you know the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Christ? Oh, yes, it is. Look at Galatians chapter 4. Matter of fact, I think I'm, 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 I'm going to go there. Uh, let's see. Galatians chapter 4. I just want to read it right on to you. Mm-hmm. All right. It says in verse, chapter 4, verse 4, this is what it says. 
It says, but when the fullness of time was come, this is verse 4, if chapter 4 in verse in book of Galatians. But when the fullness of the time was come, in other words, it was time for the Messiah to be born. There was a time that it was going to be done. He said when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, that's a capital S, it's, it's the, the one and only Messiah, the one and only Lord, the one and only Son of God, made of a woman, made under the law. So he was 100% man, but yet he was 100% God because he was a son of the living God. Oh, hallelujah. And then in verse 5 it says, to redeem. Now there was a reason why the Lord did it. It was to redeem. To pay for you and I. To buy us back out of the hand of the devil. To redeem them that were under the law. You say, well, it says they were under the law. Well, they were under the law. You know what put them under the law? Disobedience to God. Who do you think started all that? The devil. Come on. All it, you know, two and two is still four. Amen. Three and three is still six. Four and four still ain't. It ain't changed. I don't care. You got new math going on or not. It still ain't changed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so it said to redeem them in verse 5, chapter 4, book of Galatians, to redeem them that were under the law that might receive the adoption of sons. That's the reason why the Lord did it. He said, I'm going to adopt you. I'm going to put, I'm going to sign it, and it's going to be. Don't you understand something? Listen, we adopted some children. My spouse and I, we, we adopted some children. And, and, and there were other children that had come through our home. And, and we were able to choose the ones that we, we decided we were going to adopt. And that's what's so wonderful about the Lord adopting. He's chosen you and I. He said, even though they were sinners, he said, I died for them. That's what the Lord did for you and I. While we were yet sinners, the Lord died for us on the cross, even before we were born. I'm talking about this generation right now. I'm talking to you because that's where we are right now in 2023. Isn't that where we are? Sure we are. Huh? And any babies born now, don't you know the Lord died for them before they were even conceived? Yes, sir. And so it says he did that in order for us to be adoption of into the family of God. We were going to be adopted into the family of God. We didn't have any reason to be able to be a part of the family of God. We were children of the devil. We, we did what our flesh wanted to do, and we did what the devil wanted us to do. We didn't mind the Lord. We didn't obey the Lord. But now the Lord is asking us because we've been adopted by him and he's put his spirit, the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is that Holy Ghost power. I can prove that up one side, down the other. Let's just keep on reading. Verse 6, he put that down in our soul, that spirit down inside of us, that Holy Ghost. Verse 6, it says, and because ye are sons, because I've adopted you, God has sent forth, this is what God did, sent forth the spirit, that's a capital S. There's only one spirit, that's what the Bible said. I know some of you, and I'm not going to mention what, what church you belong to, but you want to say it's like three different gods. No, it ain't. The Bible says there's only one spirit. You better stop playing games with God's word and get on. God's spirit, the spirit of Christ, the spirit of the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's all one spirit. The Bible said so. Why are you going to argue with the Bible when it says there was both one spirit? And now you want to turn around and make it sound like there's, oh, there's three different gods. Now, he said, because you're adopted, because you're my sons, because you're my family, because you're my daughters, because you are my children. This is what verse 6 says. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out Father. That's when you get that Holy Ghost down in your soul. Amen. And so there is but one spirit in God. Uh, what he wants out of us, as we see that we, uh, when we believe, it means to have faith in and full and complete respect to all things that he says. Uh, and, 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 and how do we learn the word of God. Well, that's what I was leading uh, all of that up to, what I just got through saying to you. We've got to allow the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit of Christ, to teach us his word. We've got to allow the Lord to do that, to teach us his word. And then once we have been taught, all right, you understand that Jesus died for your sins, and you understand that his blood washes you clean, and, and there's nothing else that could do anything such. 
And then you understand that you'll be baptized with the Holy Ghost. That's being baptized with the Spirit of Christ. And, and the Lord has uh, put His Spirit down in us to, to lead us and guide us. All because He said, I want you to be my children. And the Bible says that, that the Holy Ghost is a teacher. It comes to teach us all truth. It will lead us into all truth. It will teach us and guide us. Amen. Well, once you're led and guided into truth, once you've come to know who Jesus is, once you've come to understand who the Father is, when you come to understand the Word of God and the fact that God calls us to come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, that's what God said in His Word. He says it in the Old Testament and He says it in the New Testament to the church. To come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord. You can't keep living in your sin and expect to be right with God. That don't work that way. And I'm not, it's not just some, oh, that's one of them crazy Pentecostal people and so on and so forth. No, it's the word of God. I don't care what you call yourself. You can call yourself somebody belonged to the glory barn or the hallelujah shed. It don't matter what you call your church as long as you're preaching the truth out of the word of God. And so, uh, you know, once you come to know the word and you, you know, you're going, and what does the Bible say about the word? The word was made flesh. Well, who was that? Jesus. Amen. Look at, look at the book of John. You know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Look look at John. Read the first chapter. Oh, yeah, come on now. You got to go on ahead. But once we see the Word and we begin to uh, be led into the Word and guided in the Word of God, this Word says that this is love. That it, it's If you look at the first six verses... Of chapter 13 of the first uh, first book of Corinthians if you look at the first six verses these verses the first six you can see how they're actually uh, geared towards focusing our love towards others but when you get to verse 7 it turns the tide to where it's going to be guiding us to love God even like when we were talking about love beareth all things, when we talked about it on on, on uh, Friday, the, the the thing of it is that bearing all things that come at us, you know. And I I, I want to explain something. You know, some people they say, well, you, you know, you you make it sound like with all the terrible things that come to us, it's all because God threw them at us or whatever. I, no, no, you misunderstanding what I'm saying. You misunderstand what, and the reason why you want to misunderstand it is because you want to twist it. Because you know, you know deep down in your heart, I'm telling you truth, and so you want to back out of it any way you want. And if that means taking my words and twisting them, then that's what you're gonna do. But you know, God does uh, sometimes. He lifts His hand as He did with with Job. Look, look at the book of Job, and God, you know, when He got into a conversation with the devil. You know, the, the Lord really had trust in Job's commitment to him. Does God have trust in your commitment to him? Can he really trust your commitment to him? Or is it when something's going to come at you that's really difficult, you just ain't going to be able to bear it because you, you're not really in love with Jesus. You, you're in love with a concept. You know, some people just... Oh, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. But when times are tough, you turn on him and you kick your feet up and you take off running. There's so many people that have done that. And and but we gotta learn to bear all. But then, you know, then it goes on to say, and that is towards God, but this is also towards God, to believe all things that God has said. All things that God has said. And so uh you know, when we when we look at what belief actually means, it doesn't mean like belief like the devil believes, because the devil believes in Jesus too. He knows he exists. You can sit there and say, I believe that Jesus exists all you want. You can say it up one side and down the other, and that don't mean no difference whatsoever, because it's the same thing as the devil. So all you've done is just line your belief up with the devil. That's all you've done. But see, your belief has to go beyond that if you want it to go beyond the devil's belief. Because the devil is a believer. Make no mistake, the book of James tells us that. He's a believer. But his, his belief does not allow him to do this next thing that I'm getting ready to say. And that is that our 
belief has to move forward in full and complete obedience to God's word. I'm going to say it again. Our belief has to cause us to move forward in full and complete obedience to God's word as he teaches us through the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit of Jesus, come inside of our life and try to teach us how to walk with him. Amen and hallelujah. That's real belief. And that's, that's when you show you, you fall in the love of Jesus because you're going to believe what God's word says. Now, we're not talking about people that twist the word up. Oh, I believe that. And I'm going to pick this rattlesnake up and I'm going to kiss him on the lips. Oh, that ain't what the Bible's talking about. Don't listen to people that are foolish like that. They, they don't listen to God's word when Jesus tells the devil that you can't tempt God. They don't listen to that. And so you can't listen to those fools. Don't listen to them. They, they are not Christian. What they are is somebody that's pretending to be Christian. Oh, no, they, they, they got holiness, and, and they even speaking in tongues. They say they're Pentecostal. No, they're not. Don't you know the devil can speak in tongues too? Now, I'm not saying every last one of them folks up in that church, they may have been baptized in the Holy Ghost, but I'll tell you what, if you are listening to this and you are one of them, I'm telling you what, you better get right with God, and you better turn around and walk out of there. You better get yourself out of there. Because the Bible says not to tempt God and you are not listening to his word. You're going to have to listen. Amen. You can't be doing stuff like that. So you've got to believe all things that God is teaching. And Jesus said to the devil. See, he's our example. When, you know, the devil comes and say, well, my mom and daddy been in this church over here and they picking up rattlesnakes and nobody got bit and the snake just dribble and droop and all that. I don't care what the devil's tricking you with. The devil will trick people. I don't care if you did pick up the rattlesnake and the rattlesnake drooped over and nobody got bit. You are playing a game with the devil. Because when you read those verses that are talking about taking up Serpent. Don't you know that people will twist that because uh, they're looking at the way that it's written, but they're not understanding because they don't study. Because you can't just uh, jump on something face value. Now you got to take the word of God face value. What God says is true, but you've got to study and see everything that God says. That's why you've got to believe all things. So now what you got to do is what else did God say about that? Well, he told the devil not to tempt God. So there's another thing you better listen to. Don't sit there and just take one verse and twist it up because the devil is waiting for you to do that because that's what he did with Adam and even look at the mess that's happened. Everybody's been affected because of that because people don't want to listen to the truth but you got to listen to the truth, don't you know? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so uh, real believing in all things is looking at what everything God said Everything that God said all the way from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, don't you know it's one book? It's not two separate books. It's one book. Amen and hallelujah. It's one book, and you've got to go all the way from one end to the other and believe all things. But you've got to put everything in perspective and let the Holy Ghost teach you. Don't you know God sends teachers? Don't you know the Holy Ghost sends people that are wise to the devil's tricks and then they're going to warn you and say look don't do that mess that's not right and you're going to listen to that or you're just going to keep on now so that's the first thing about believing all things the second thing about believing all things is this entrusting your spiritual well-being completely oh hallelujah completely to jesus christ Hmm? you got to allow yourself to take that soul of yours, your spirit, your, your whole being, and wherever that soul is going to go, you got to be able to say, you know what? One of these days, I am going to stop breathing, and my heart's going to stop beating, and I've got to be able to make up my mind, am I going to put all of the trust of my soul, my spirit, completely 
in this person, Jesus Christ, in the man, Jesus Christ. This is a part of believing all things and trusting your spiritual well-being and trusting your soul completely, 100% to Jesus Christ. Hmm? Let me let me just kind of uh, move along here with some thought to you to kind of help you out. Do you know I've noticed? Now, I, I, I you know, was born here in Texas. And then uh, later on, my mama moved us. And then I boomeranged back. I noticed when I got back, as I was a young person when we moved, I noticed as an older person that get back here, it is astounding how many palm readers, I said it, you heard what I said, palm readers and psychics, all this kind of stuff just lined up all over the freeways on the side of the freeways for everybody to look at. Huh? You better stop trying to take your soul and put it in their hands. You better quit that. Because you're going to have to put your soul, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You're going to have to put your soul squarely, hallelujah. Oh, yes, sir, don't you know the Bible talk about that. you got to put your faith completely, totally in Jesus Christ. You've got to believe that he is the end all, you see. You've got to believe and entrust your soul that Jesus is the end all to everything. That he is, oh, hallelujah, the way out of here. And when I say the way out of here, I'm telling you what, this world is going down. Yes, sir. And you know, if you look around, y'all, now come on now. I, I'm not the only one that's going to be looking around. Now, I am, I am not blind to what I see. And you know, y'all know what else? I know that you're going to be looking too. And you're, you're saying to yourself, I know something going on. Sure you do. Sure you do. You're not blind to what's going on. You can see what's happening around you. The world is falling apart. But those that have entrusted their soul to Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. We got peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. Oh, we got peace that passes all understanding. Yes, sir. And we got joy. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We got joy unspeakable. Ain't no words to tell about the joy we got. <laughs> Hallelujah. You've been filled with that Holy Ghost. I'll tell you what, you got joy. Woo! Hallelujah. Down in your soul. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. It's the truth. And so you got to entrust your spiritual well-being to the Lord. Get rid of them fortune cookies. Stop messing with that. You say, oh, ain't nothing wrong with a little innocent fortune cookie. I'm going to tell you what. All it takes is one little old crack for the devil to sneak in. Hmm? I tell you what. I made up my mind a long time ago when I started taking my kids. When we were going out, when they were growing up, we'd take them out to different places to go to dinner once in a while. And uh, I remember when I made up my mind, I said, well, no, we're not going we're gonna to stop this fortune cookie stuff. And, uh, and, and so we did. And when they went to bring it, I said, please take those back. I don't want those at the table. Just a cookie. I said, no. I said, I don't want that at this table. And uh, you got to make up your mind that you're going to put your faith squarely, totally, 100% in Jesus Christ's hands. And some people say, oh, that's going too far. Really? Huh? Is that what you say? Well, tell me, how many of you understand that for a druggie, it had to start somewhere. Isn't that right? Oh, yes. And I'm going to tell you, the devil is not stupid. He's not stupid because he will use those little moments. You crack that cookie open and you look, oh, mine says, hey, 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 and everybody laughs. Ha, ha, ha. Huh? Well, don't you know that somebody could be sitting at that table or somebody nearby and they're thinking, hmm, I wonder. And then you send somebody off in a direction and you claim to be a Christian. Well, I'm just having a little fun. Oh, besides that, the Apostle Paul says, if it's not a sin to me, then I can just go on ahead and do it. Uh, no, you can't. Because the Bible already talked about those things. 
people who would see the future and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, the Bible talks about that. And the Lord said, stop it. So don't tell me, don't tell me Apostle Paul gave you the okay to eat them fortune cookie and to go to that palm reader and those psychics. Uh -uh. God said no. He said stop it. Because hmm? those fortune cookies just as much a part of the palm reader stuff and the psychics and, and all that other stuff. And I'm going to go a little step further. You better be careful about that yoga and meditation stuff. Because if you read from where it comes from, read from where it comes from. Stop playing games with the devil. Look and see where it comes from. If you need to meditate, go to God and pray. You sit there in your, your little uh, way you sit down and you do all that. You mean to tell me you can't get on your knees and pray, but you can sit there and squat down and do all that home, home, and, and, and fold your little fingers together and, and stick them up in the air like they do and close your eyes. You mean to tell me you can't take the time to talk to God and ask God to calm you and ask God to take your anxiety away and ask God to put peace down in your soul when he is, he is the one that brings peace. Amen. That's what it says. In Isaiah 9, 6, it says he's the prince of peace. Now, God's not a liar. So you don't need to be trying to figure out some other way. You need to be leaning on the Lord. So there again, the second thing about believing all things, <laughs> hallelujah, is to entrust your complete spiritual well-being to Jesus Christ and his word. Amen. Nothing else left to say. Amen. Now, I know some people, you're going to disagree with what I said. And I'm going to tell you like I've told folks before, you got your right to be wrong. Because all I'm telling you is what the Word of God says. If you don't want to hear it, then why do you even listen to podcasts? Because I told you, I told y'all before that it, uh, when, when we got started with this podcast, I said some people are going to get upset on the right. Some people are going to get upset on the left. Some people some people even get set, upset in the middle. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, uh, and, and I'm not here to, I'm, I, I did not start this podcast to, to cause people to get upset. That's not my motive. That's not it at all. I'm trying to teach you the Word of God. But the Word of God says, it literally tells us that there are those who, the Word of God is what is going to stir you. The word of God, when the word of God is spoke and God sends a prophet or a preacher or a teacher to come to you and say, look, this is what God's word says, plain and simple. And I'm a plain and simple kind of person. Y'all know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to sit there and, and, and I, I, re I was reading a book today and I'll tell you, it was, it was a, a, a difficult book to, to really wrap my head around. It was written by, actually, by a Pentecostal preacher and, and uh, he's uh, looking at... Uh, all kinds of uh, things through uh, different uh, points of view and trying to understand uh, this philosopher here or bringing out certain things that this philosopher said and, and something about this mathematician said and so on. And those thoughts, I tell you what, it was like I had to read some sentences over and over to try to get what they were saying, even look up certain words to try to figure out what in the world he's talking about. And so, but I'm just a simple, just a down-home preacher. Y'all know what I mean? And so I'm going to tell you what the word says, and you can either like it, or you can, I'll tell you what I told my kids. I said, you know what? You can get glad the same way you got mad. Hmm? That's right. You can get glad the same way you got mad. Hallelujah. By getting on your knees and praying. Huh? I mean, just like that, the Lord can take care of it if you lean on him. But you got to be willing to completely put your soul, your, your mind, your body, your everything completely to Jesus Christ. Turn it all over to Him. That's what it means to believe all things. Because that is what Jesus said for us to do. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You know one time I preached I preached that over a pulpit in the church I was pastoring up in Washington. And I had this one person that had been attending the church and got up and came over to the pulpit. After, I, I was still praying with folks and, you know, why you you gotta preach like that? And then, and then later on, they told somebody I was trying to brainwash him because I, I I preached on that verse that said, "Let this mind be in you," which was also in Christ Jesus. And they went and told somebody I was brainwashing him. You see, that's the devil. The devil twists things up. The devil does things to try to take the word of God and twist it. But you know what? 
preachers that are called to preach the word of God just like it says, they've got to do that. And I'm going to tell you what, before I finish this podcast, you're a preacher, listen to this. Listen, you need to go on and preach the word. Stop playing around with God. Stop worrying about it. Don't you know the Lord told Jeremiah, don't you sit there and be afraid of their faces. you got to get on and preach the word. you got to tell it like it is. Not sit there and twist up God's word, but tell it like it is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's the truth. Because one of these days we're going to meet God. And those that have been called to preach the word, you're going to have to stand before God and give an account for what you did and didn't do. Amen. Well, hallelujah. I was reading in the book of Ezekiel today. And, and the Lord said very clearly. He said, you got to tell them. And if you don't tell them, their blood's going to be on your hands for not telling them. Amen. He said, but if you tell them, you know, they don't listen. Well, your, your blood not on their blood not on your hand. God's, God's not going to put that to your account if they don't listen. But if you don't tell them what you know that Bible teaches, you know what I have said today is in that Bible. You know it is. Hmm? Sure you do. Amen and hallelujah. And so, you know, and some people, they hear me preaching, they hear me on this podcast. Some people say, oh, you're just so mad all the time. You're so angry all the time. No, y'all don't know me. Yeah, I, When I get to preaching, I get to teaching, I get down. I'm not going to sit there and play footsies with nobody. I'm going to tell it like it is. But, you know, uh, but I, I'm a kind person. I'm a loving person. I, I enjoy having conversation with people and enjoy company of people and all that kind of thing and, and everything. But, but you know, uh, uh, when it's time to preach and teach the Word of God, you got to get on. Now I ain't talking about being no hip, hypocrite neither. I ain't talking about, oh, I'm going to preach the Word and, and, and then I'm going to go act some other way. No, you, you're going to you're gonna have to be careful because, you know, people are watching you. They surely are. They're watching you. And, uh, you know, so I, I've, I've lately I've had, and I'm not going to get into no detail, but uh, there's a, a, a backslider that uh, I'm just going to leave it at that, that uh, has come around uh, our home uh, here and there. And uh, they know what we believe. They know the holiness we believe and all those things. And they were raised in holiness and uh, understand that and baptize the Holy Ghost and all of that. But I, uh, I did notice, not only just because of what I saw, but the Lord speaking to me in prayer. And um, people watching you. They watch how you act and how you behave and what you actually say. Do you say what you mean? Or do you say one thing and you do another? You got to be careful. Because that backslider, they, they may come back to the Lord because they see, hey, there really is somebody that loves the Lord and going to live for the Lord, and they're not going to play this game of, that the hypocrites play. It don't mean you're perfect. Well, we're perfect in Christ. But when I say you're not perfect, in other words, you, you know, you might be subject to, to a mistake now and then. Own up, repent, get right with God. And keep moving and grow. Don't sit there. You know what the problem is so many people is they don't want to grow. They're, they're the same way they were 10 years ago. You ought not be the same way you were 10 years ago if you met Jesus 10 years ago. It's absolutely not supposed to be that way. Absolutely not supposed to be that way. You ain't supposed to be the same if you met Jesus a year ago. There's supposed to be some difference, some change. And, and you know, it's just like fruit that grows on the tree. Hmm? And there's stages of fruit. Now, we've had, we've had a peach tree in the backyard. And there were stages that that fruit went in. And I would watch certain ones, and you know, they, they start out, and, they, and whatever stage that they're in, that's the right stage for them at that point. But they have to keep growing. And, and, and if they don't continue to grow, then what happens? They're going to fall off that tree. Or, or it's gonna, the growth is stymied, and then they start shriveling up, and then they fall off. And, and you know, and every so often, you might have a bird come along and snatch one up. Well, that's like the devil. You know, because you got to be on the watch. You got to be careful. You got to be on the watch. And so it's just like any other pastor, you know, uh, uh, that is, is going to teach people holiness. And, and that's like a covering that God gives us to protect us and keep us. Well, that's like me with putting that net over that tree to protect the fruit. 
Because I didn't want those birds coming and snatching up. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, teach God's word. Don't be afraid. You're going to say, well, people are going to get mad at me. Well, they might. But what's going to happen when you meet God? I mean, you know, they might be mad. They might be angry. But the thing of it is, you don't want their blood on your hands. Because you're going to be, you're going to be rolling around in hell with them if you don't listen. You say, well, I don't believe that. Well, all right. Well, that's what this podcast was about today. Believe in all things that God has said. Believe all things. So that means you don't believe what Jesus said. And there's plenty of scripture to prove that what God said. He, he said, you're going, you, you're going to reap what you sow. Hmm? And, and you can't sit there and say the Old Testament don't matter. You can't say what he told Jeremiah don't matter. You can't say what he told Ezekiel don't matter. You can't, you can't say any of those things. Nuh-uh. No, 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 no. Because Jesus said to the devil, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every single word. Every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Not part of what God said, but everything God said. Even and hallelujah. And so with that said, I just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I'm glad that we've had this time together. And I'm hoping uh, that I'm able to, to be a blessing to people, to help people to understand the Word of God. Even if you get mad at me for a little while, I'm, I'm hoping that at least you, you'll go and you'll look at the Word and you'll say, wait, wait a minute, maybe that preacher, okay, well, he did say this and this. And uh, yeah, I understand, you see. And, and, and I, I don't say those things to be, uh, you know, sounding snobby or anything like that. I'm not trying to be that way with y'all. I love you. That's why I'm going to tell you the truth. And what I'd like to encourage you to do uh, is look at Ezekiel chapter 3, and verses 16 through uh, 21. And that's those warnings to the preachers. And again, I'm going to tell you again, that's Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 16 through 21. The Lord gives a, a warning. And so you say, well, that was just Ezekiel. Oh, no, there's many, many more verses, but I just won't give that one to you. And so we've got to watch, be on the watch, serve the Lord, love Him, believe all things that God has said. Amen. Believe all things that God has said. And this shows us that we love Him. You say, what well, I got to do with love? It has everything to do. You know, I think that was a song in the world. Say, what well, has that got to do with love? Well, it's got everything to do with love. Because if you believe everything God said, you, you, you're learning to love Him. You're learning to love the Lord. So with that said, may God keep you and bless you till we meet again on Friday. And uh, I'm just so grateful that we've been able to have this time together. And may God keep you and bless you until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen.